sermon today is simply called with you always you know I don't know about you but when you write an email or a letter don't you sign it some kind of way has anybody ever signed your email sincerely gratefully in peace love ya you know the signature the way that you finish up an email or a letter matters my cousin was my BFF growing up. How many in this place would say that your cousin was one of your first best friends in your life? My cousin's about six months younger than I am, and so we've been grown up. We grew up together all the time. We went to high school together, elementary and high school together. We went to church together. We did youth group together. We did all the things together. And we would write little notes to each other and send birthday cards, and we signed every note with this. Go ahead and put that on the screen. With... L-Y-L-A-G-F-A-C-F. Go ahead. Anybody want to guess what that means? Don't even, oh, some people are saying, I see it. They, they got a prophetic word right now. I know what that says. It just simply says, love you like a good friend and good cousin forever. That was our signature. And when she would write that, she didn't have to say anything more. I knew I was loved. I knew that she had something to say to me. I knew that there was a signature, a way that she was finishing some up saying, I just want to confirm and affirm that our relationship is what it is and you can count on me. Because she was my, not only my cousin, but also my good friend forever. Well, that goes for Jesus himself as well. What he signs, how he finishes matters. How he signs things, his last statement matters. And I believe that coming into 2023, the last statement that Jesus made in Matthew 28, verse 20, is the beginning statement of our year. Behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Will you read that with me? Behold, I am with you always even to the end of the age. Listen, I don't know what you're going to face in 2023, but I can tell you this. You can know that you know that you know that Jesus will be with you. How often? Always, even to the end of your days and the end of time. This is his final words before he ascends into heaven, sending out his disciples, sending out his apostles to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Oftentimes we get stuck in that. I got to go do something. I got to go. In this year, there's something I got to do. But Jesus didn't finish with the, this is what you got to do. He finished with the, this is where I am. And where I am is with you always. Can I hear an amen to that? He is with us always. He was with us in 2022, and I can promise you he's going to be with us in 2023 because that's how he signed his final words before he ascended. That's not the first time I love in, at Christmas time we talk about Emmanuel, 
the word Emmanuel, God with us. But oftentimes, once we get out of the Christmas season and stop singing Emmanuel, God with us, we forget that he is still with us in the season to come. And it's interesting that Matthew is the very one that spoke of Emmanuel, God with us. Just as Matthew wrote, behold, I am with you always. The book of Matthew is written to the Jewish people to the chosen people, the people of God. How many here today are glad you're engrafted in the vine and you are the chosen people, the people of God? If you've read the Old Testament, you know that the chosen people were the ones who wandered. They were the ones who failed. They're the ones who came back and repented and did that time and time and time again. Anybody relate? You get a little wandery. Sometimes we don't hit the mark. Sometimes we have to come back and start all over again. And what I love about Matthew is he said, I'm writing this to the people of God that Jesus is with you always, no matter what journey you are on and what journey you have been on. It doesn't just happen at Christmas time that he is with you always, but it is always to the end of the age. Today, I know, I don't know about you, but in the new year, I always try to find a word for the year. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Lord, what is your word for me this year? I don't have one yet. If you got one for me, I'll take it after service. Kelly, if you got something, let me know. Apparently, the Lord's talking to you this year, so you might as well share it with me. I don't know what the word of the Lord specifically is for me, but if we all took a sticky note, a three-by-five card, our lipstick on a mirror in our bathroom, and simply wrote, I am with you always. I guarantee you it would change the way that your year goes. When you woke up every morning, if you could say over yourself, Jesus is with me right now, the one who's the same yesterday, today, forever, the one who turns water uh, into wine, the one who can walk on water, the one who heals the sick, sick and sick, sets the captives free. He is with me always. Wouldn't that set your day on a different kind of course? Maybe we don't need a different kind of word. Maybe we just need the last word Jesus said, behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the day. But this isn't the first time that Matthew wrote, Jesus is with us. See, he knew the history of the people of Israel. And there was one particular leader in Israel that heard this very phrase a couple of times, and I want us to go there briefly. And this is really my main text, and it's out of Joshua chapter one, verses one through nine. And I know this is not gonna be a new text to many, but in this very text, Joshua, the leader of God's people, was reminded on multiple occasions that he would not be left alone, that God would be with him always. And I just want to read this over you, and then I'm going to make some points that if you want to take some notes and grab a hold of this for 2023, I believe that the Lord is going to set your course on a path that has him with you always. Verse one, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people into the land that I am giving to them 
to the people of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you, just as I promised to Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. How many are ready to take all the territory God has for them in 2023? Jesus says, I am with you in that journey. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Does that sound familiar? Behold, I am with you always. Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate it on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. Can we all read that last sentence? For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I love that Jesus is consistent. Can you say amen? When God says something, he says it again, and he says it again, and he says it again, and he doesn't take it back. There's no take back seas with the Lord. Today, if you feel like you've been walking alone, that is the lie of the enemy because the Lord promised at the very beginning he would be with us always. And Jesus said, I will be with you always, even to the very end. He walks with you. So I want to take this passage and just share a couple of things that I believe that the Lord has highlighted to me to share with you today. Number one, change is inevitable. How many can say amen? What do they say? The one thing that is constant is change. It's a new year, which means new things are coming. For some, that's super exciting. For some, that's super terrifying. You're like, I wasn't sure. Somebody wrote on Facebook, um, I hope today this is the year of the precedented, not the unprecedented, you know? We had unprecedented things happen in 20, 20, 21, 22, and she said, I hope this is the year of the precedented. Not president, presidented. Something that we understand and know because all this new stuff. But yet the Lord promises new things for his people. And we must change. Old things pass away. New things come. Old assignments get accomplished. New assignments are given to us. And there's room for new things. For Joshua, who was leading the people of Israel after Moses, a great leader, had passed away. It was now being passed on to Joshua. And the Lord said to him, hey, Joshua, it's time for you to go over this Jordan to go over this Jordan. I don't know what 2023 has for you. I don't know what your this Jordan is, but the Lord is calling you into it with his guidance. He is saying there's something in this year that is new that I'm calling you into, and it is this Jordan. 
It's interesting. Jordan means downflowing. It means descender. It means something that has a current that's moving down. It's interesting to me that in the last few years, we've had a rough time because of COVID and political stuff and whatever. And the Lord still says, step into this Jordan because I will be with you even against the current, even when things are going downstream, even when you feel like the water is rising. He says, step into it because I will give you the land that I have promised. Today, he says to you, do not be afraid of the unknown. Do not be afraid of what you cannot see and what you do not yet understand. Because if I am with you always, he says to Joshua, I will give you everywhere the sole of your feet stand. But we got to step into this Jordan. I don't know what your this Jordan is this year. I don't know if it's stepping into some new things with your family. Maybe it's stepping up your game in your marriage. Maybe it's stepping up in friendships and relationships. Maybe it's getting your finances in order. Maybe it's getting your health under control. And you feel like that seems like a lot. That's been, I've never, it's never worked for me before. But when the Lord calls you into the Jordan... And he says, lo, I will be with you always. He says, take a step of faith and I will not forsake you. See, I believe the Lord wants to address three attitudes as we enter into 2023, as we go over into this Jordan. See, we are tempted with one of these three responses. And maybe there's a lot more, but these are the three that were dropped into my heart as I was preparing. One of them is we step into our Jordans with fear of failure. Maybe it's born of shame. Maybe it's born of unmet expectations from last year. Maybe it's born of grief or anxiety. Or maybe I'm just Joshua and I'm not good at, as good as Moses. And so I'm not sure if I can do that. Today, the word of the Lord is simply this, what he said to Joshua, arise, arise, arise. I was thinking about this and the Lord said, don't tell this to people's minds, tell it to their spirits. Because our minds will say, but I can't. But don't you know, don't you remember, haven't you thought about it? But the spirit of God is within you if you call Jesus your Lord. And he says to your spirit, rise up, rise up, rise up, rise up. Because I am with you and wherever you go, I will make ways where there seems to be no way. Where it seems impossible, where the Jordan is going downstream, I will part it. So you can walk on dry land today. Today the Lord says to you, I am with you always. Rise up, rise. Look at your neighbor and say, rise up. He says, arise. I believe the Lord is bypassing all the defenses of our minds and going in our spirit. And you're going to do some stuff this year that you're going to go, I don't know how I'm doing this. I don't know why I'm doing this. And today I want you to know you can look back and say, because the spirit of God told my spirit within me, rise up. And I'm taking these steps, even though my mind is like, I don't know about this. The second thing I believe we enter into this year and is a fear of failure. But secondly, sometimes we come into new years with this sense of independence. I'm going to do it my way and only my way. Everybody else failed me this year. I don't need nobody. 
I don't want nobody. I don't got time for nobody. No one says that here at Deep Creek. No one says it online. But maybe somebody might have that kind of feeling. In fact, I just had a conversation with someone the other day that was saying, well, it's kind of healthy when you figure out that you really can't count on anybody and you can do it for yourself. And I said, oh, oh, actually, no. Because we're made to be in community. And sometimes we get this independent spirit that I can do it by myself. Because we have been disappointed. Because others have let us down. Because of grief, because of heartbreak, because of distrust, we begin to build this whole me against the world. But today I want to invite you to try again. Because when God called Joshua, he said, I want you to arise, go into this Jordan with these people. He didn't say, Joshua, it's going to be a whole lot easier if you grab your backpack and just go walking yourself. If the water gets rough, you can just start swimming across it. You don't have to worry about all these folks lagging you down. No, the Lord said, oh, no, no, this isn't just for you because where you go, I go. And where I go, I draw all men unto myself. Today, he's inviting you to come into this new year and guard yourself from an independent spirit that says, I don't need anybody. Because I'll tell you this, if you think you need nobody, I promise you, you're also thinking that of God. And I learned that the hard way. There was years when I was younger that I thought I didn't need any friends. I had a lot of acquaintances. I'm a bit social, if you hadn't noticed. And I got a lot of energy. So I can make a lot of friends without having to make any real friends. I'm really good at it. And I was for a very long time. And I kept telling the Lord, I don't need anybody. I'm good this way. I'm good this way. I'm good this way. And then he sent me these two really annoying people who just wouldn't leave me alone. Both of them became some of my best friends forever. B-F-F-E, you know, all the letters at the end of the sentence. And I remember saying to the Lord, but I don't need them. And he said, if you don't need them, then you probably also don't need me. And I said, wait, that's not, no, that, they don't, they're not the same. He said, but if you can't open your heart to somebody that you can see, how can you open your heart to someone you can't see? And in that moment, I said, Lord, forgive me for this independent spirit that is really all around our nation that doesn't allow us to connect and need one another and be there for one another, to go into Jordans together, to step into Jordans together, new things together, knowing that God is with us. He wants us to be bold in the face of fear of failure and to rise up. He wants us to guard from being independent and go with others into our Jordan. But the third thing that I believe he is calling us to guard against is a spirit of striving in year 2023. Striving which can be born of competition, false identity. I'm not good enough. I really shouldn't be the one doing this. So I got to look better, be stronger, fight harder harder, sleep less, do all the things that are killing me on the inside but make me look all right on the outside. Born out of fear, it's that rat race. And here's the good news. See, we don't have to strive. Why? What were Jesus' final words before he ascended? What were the things that the Lord said to Joshua? 
I will be with you. I will give you the land. I will go before you. See, right at the very beginning, before Joshua could get all strivy, because he was a born leader, before he could go, I got this, pull up his bootstraps and make it all happen, the Lord said, let me be clear who's doing this. It is me. I am the one who's going before you. I am the one giving you the land. I am the one keeping the promises. I am the faithful one. And if you will partner with me, then you will achieve that which I have called you to achieve. It doesn't mean we don't do the best we've got, but what it does mean is our identity is not found in the thing that we get. It is found in the one that is with us always. Can I hear an amen? Would we just guard ourselves from those places that keeps us from stepping into the Jordans that God is calling us into? And he never calls us without being in it with us. And I believe God's invitation to us is the same as it was to Joshua as he was invited into this Jordan, into the new thing, into the place that would get him into the promised land. And it's simply these three things. You ready? It's simply to lean in, listen up, and lead on. Go ahead and say those with me. To lean in, listen up, and lead on. One more time. To lead in, listen up, and lead on. When you know that Jesus is with you always, when Joshua knew that God was with him always and would never leave him nor forsake him, Leaning in to who God is, leaning in to Jesus Christ, leaning in to the one who will never leave you nor forsake you, leaning into him this year will allow you to walk with a level of assurance that you could not otherwise do. So first, we want to lean into his presence, lean into him for assurance See, Joshua didn't take these steps into, you can go to the next slide, didn't take these steps into the Jordan on his own merit. God invited him to lean into him. Verse 5 says, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. For just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. If you're unsure, if you feel afraid, if you feel like I just don't quite know if I've got what it takes, today the invitation is simply lean in to the one who will never leave you nor forsake you. I love that God says to Joshua, no man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. How many times do we get stuck where we are because of the fear of man? How many times do we get stuck from moving forward because of something someone spoke over our lives years and years ago. Today, I believe the Lord said in 2023, this is not the year of the man. It is the year of Jesus speaking over your life. Can you say amen? That's why I asked the worship team to sing the song, I Speak Jesus. Because at the end of the day, when Jesus says it's right, when Jesus says go for it, when Jesus is for you, 
Romans 8, 31 says, then who can be against you? So today as you're stepping into your Jordan, before you step in, would you lean in to the presence of Jesus so that you can find your blessed assurance in him, not in your education, not in the opinions of man, not in what you did before, but in the one who is constant and who says, I am with you always. Secondly, he invites us to lean in, but he also invites us to listen up. Say, listen up. Listen up to his word for alignment in thought, word, and deed. Verse 6 says this, be strong and courageous, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. Isn't that amazing that he says only? No big deal. MBD, be strong and courageous. Not a big deal. Just wake up and be strong and courageous. Do you know that the word strong and courageous in that particular context has nothing to do with physical strength, but it has to do with just moving forward. It simply means go forward. It doesn't mean I've got to be strong. It doesn't mean that I am bold before I move forward. It just says go. It just says move forward. Be strong and courageous to take the next step. There are two things that the Lord says to Joshua that he has to listen up for alignment, which was to be strong and courageous and to be careful to guard the word of the Lord. 2020, 2021, 2022 had more challenges against the word of the Lord than any other years that I can remember. It was so much like, but what does the Lord say about this? This is what government says about it, but what's the Lord say about this? This is what my neighbors say, but what's the Lord say? What does this say about it, but what does this say about it? This year, I believe the Lord is saying, listen up to my word so you can be aligned, not just on Sundays when you're in church saying, amen, 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 but you can be aligned when you go out and you make your thoughts like his word. You begin to declare what his word says and then you can begin to do what his word says. James 1 and 22 says it's not enough to know, to be hearers of the word, but to be doers as well. We need to lean into the presence of God as we step into our Jordans in 2023, but we also need to listen up to the word of the Lord, that we would be in alignment, mind, body, soul, and spirit. How else are we supposed to love the Lord completely? This takes study and prayer and time together and discernment and wisdom. But guess what? Lo, I am with you always. You don't have to do that by yourself. You listen up by the power of the Holy Spirit. You heard truth through his word. And the last part, the musician will come. We lean in to Jesus. We listen up to his word for alignment in this year. And the third, I believe that he said to Joshua and he says to us today is we lead on with him for abundance. 
We lead on. We are not to be a passive people. Oh, church, the Lord has assignments on every, can everybody in this room raise your hand? Everybody. Even if it's like this. A little, little raise your hand. That baby raised his hand. Hallelujah. If your hand is up, you have an assignment of the Lord. You have an assignment of the Lord. You can put him down, but it's, it's done now. It's a done deal. You raised your hand. Online, you have an assignment. And the Lord says, lead on, lead on, lead on, lead on, lead on. Not in your strength, not in your power, but in the power and the grace of God for abundance. It's not enough to just sit in your room and do the things. There's an assignment on your life. Ephesians says that there are good works intended for every one of us who's in Christ Jesus to do for abundance. And I used abundance because I wanted to use three A's, if you didn't notice. Alignment was the first A, I forgot. Assurance, alignment, thank you. And abundance. But the word of God actually says for good success. We want to lead on with him for good success. Verse 8 goes on to say, for then once you've listened to the word of the Lord, leaned into him and you've listened to the word of the Lord and you've made it a part of your entire life, word, thought, and deed, then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Go ahead and say good success. If I asked you to raise your hand if you wanted that, everybody have both hands up. Good success. I'll take that. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Every time I hear this, I think, good success. Thank you, Lord, for some more money. Thank you for some more opportunity. Thank you, Lord, for some more, more. Some more, more. You know what I'm saying? But do you know that the word good success in this particular passage simply means this? more understanding. It actually means more wisdom. It means more prudence. It means more insight. It means more comprehension. The good success that the Lord wants to empower us as leaders, as we lead on in his name, is that we would be people who are wise in what we do. That we would be people of understanding, people of knowledge. I think we've lost our way when we think that success has to do with material things. It has to do with the knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Proverbs 3, 13 through 18 says, blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding for the gain from her is better than the gain from silver and her profit better than gold. Wisdom is more precious than jewels. Nothing you can desire can compare to her. Long life is in her right hand and on her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness and all her paths are peace. How many could use a little bit of pleasantness and peace in 2023? long life in 2023, wisdom in 2023. She is a tree of life to those who lay hold of her. Those who hold her fast are called 
blessed. As you lead, the invitation is to lead with the one who will go with you always so that you can walk in the abundance of his wisdom, the abundance of his understanding, and the abundance of his truth. This year is all about leaning in, listening up, and leading on in the power of the one who is with us always, even to the end of the earth. Can you say amen? Will you stand with me for a moment? Pastor Melvin, if it's okay to facilitate some ministry time. Before I release the online campus, I just wanna pray a prayer. All over this room, Would you just open your hands before you? This is kind of a, this is not kind of, this is a, a posture of receiving, of receiving something for this new year. And I believe that the Lord is depositing a grace to see him with us always. Maybe in this last couple of years, you've lost the ability to see him in all the things but he promises us today, I am with you always to the ends of the earth. Will you lean in? Will you listen up and know my words? And would you lead in every way that I've called you to with wisdom, with discernment, with knowledge, with abundance? And you will not do it in my own strength, but in your own strength, but you will do it because I am with you. Father, right now, for every hand that is out here in this room and online, I ask in the name of Jesus that there would be an increased awareness in 2023 that Jesus is with us always. God, that wherever we go, whatever we put our hands to, whatever we put our thoughts to, whatever we encounter, whatever this Jordan is that you are calling us into in this year, would we know that you are with us and you don't require us to be ambitious. You don't require us to be something we are not. You simply invite us to lean in, to listen up, and to lead on all with you in mind. And Father, for those right now who the last year or two have been hard and it's been hard to see you. I pray that they would arise anew this year. Arise anew this year in faith and in hope to hear the word of the Lord that there is a Jordan that they can walk into to promises that have been made with the power of the Lord and in his presence and might. Lord, I thank you that this is your word over us in 2023. Behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. We choose to walk with you, Jesus, today and every day of this year. In your power and in your might, in Jesus' name, would you say amen? Amen. 
Well, I hope that you enjoyed our sermon today. I hope that you were inspired and challenged. And maybe you have a question about something that you heard in the message today, or maybe you need prayer. We would love to take the time to pray with you and answer any questions that you might have. All you need to do is simply send us an email to online at newlife.global and we would love to connect with you. Well, be sure to subscribe to our channel. You should see the link right over here somewhere and turn those notifications on. That way you are notified every single time we go live on YouTube. Well, God bless you. Have a wonderful week and we'll see you on the next video. Take care.